welcome to the Travel Possibilities Podcast. I'm your host, Callie O'Connor. I've gone from career burnout to taking multiple career breaks, scoring several remote jobs, and even starting my own business while traveling to over 80 countries. The one thing that held me back from starting sooner is that I didn't believe it was possible for me. I wasn't aware that travel could become part of my lifestyle. Through this podcast, I'm so excited to share with you the travel possibilities that are out there for you. In season one, we're talking all about career breaks. Let's get started. Welcome back. Today, my guest is Sam Opp of Find Love Travel, and she's a full-time travel blogger and content creator based in Raleigh, North Carolina. And back in 2018, Sam spent months convincing her husband for them to quit their jobs and travel around the world. And so finally, she was successful, and that's kind of where her journey in travel blogging began. And so her story is an interesting one, and she gives some great actionable tips for those who might be interested in travel blogging. But we also talk about the fact that travel blogging isn't necessarily the only way to make money when you want to travel the world and bring in an income. So stay tuned for today's interview. Thanks for being here. Hi, everyone. Welcome back to the Travel Possibilities podcast. We have another awesome interview episode today, and I'm so excited to introduce to you my guest, Sam Opp of Find Love Travel. She's a full-time travel blogger, but to get started, she quit her job to travel the world. So I'll let her introduce herself to you. Sam, thanks so much for being here. Hi, thank you so much for having me. So you did a very great intro to begin with. So I'm Sam um, and I'm a full-time travel blogger and content creator. I'm based in Raleigh and I quit my job in 2018 to travel the world and I was able to thankfully make it a full-time job. Awesome. So let's backtrack to before, when you were still working, what were you doing? How were you feeling about life in the corporate world? Just tell us everything. Totally. So um, I went to school for advertising, communications, marketing, got my bachelor's degree, and I could not wait to get into the corporate lifestyle because I felt that that's what I was supposed to do. So I got a job at Canon USA, and I mean... It got to, so that was in 2015. And after a certain amount of time, I just felt I thankfully I had a window seat and I would just kind of look out the window and I was like, what am I doing? It's an hour to work, an hour back. And I had always loved to travel and I just felt like I never could. So at a certain point, I actually decided to, after my honeymoon in Hawaii, actually, I decided to make this Instagram because I also love photography. And it started kind of growing and I made friends with all these different travelers who weren't working or lived in countries where career breaks were very um, popular. And I'm thinking, wait a minute, you take a year off just to travel? What, what am I doing wrong? So I had made so many connections with these people who were doing it. And then I thought to myself, why can't I do this? So um, after a certain amount of time I decided to start talking my husband into the possibility of us quitting our jobs to travel and it it took a while it's it took me at least three or four months probably to kind of convince him that it was a good idea 
but we did have a whole back plan if things didn't work out we were very luckily we lived at home with his parents so if things didn't work out we could always go back home we had backup we wouldn't have been gone for so long that we felt that the gap in our resume because that's a huge thing with the gap in your resume wouldn't be such a big deal and at a certain point we're just like in january january 2018 i put in um I let them know I'm leaving. We left in April. I had booked my flight to Iceland. And instead of coming back home to Iceland, we canceled it. And then we're like, okay, where shall we go next? So we kind of just decided as we were going. So we went through a little bit of Europe and then Southeast Asia because it's so affordable. And then when I got home, it just kind of continued. <laughs> Amazing. So would you say that trying to convince your husband was the hardest part of making this a reality or were there other factors at play as well? It was the hardest to convince him. And it got to a certain point where he's like, Sam, we're not, I'm not quitting my job. What are you doing? Like, what are you talking about? And it just so happens that he started to really feel burnt out of his job and he was really hating it. And it, I mean, when I worked at Canon, I had no bad feelings about Canon at all. I was just bored and kind of burnt out with what I was doing. I felt that I had no time to do the things that I wanted to do. And I thought, wow, if I retire at 65, like, when am I going to get to do the things that I want to do? It's like, I'm young now. I want to enjoy them now, not when I'm 65 plus. So I liked, I liked the company. I just didn't want to be stuck in an office. But yeah, he was the most difficult in terms of... Thankfully, he started to feel extremely burnt out at his job where he's like, you know what, let's do it. Awesome. <laughs> so do you think it was more of his job versus your convincing that got him to the place to kind of agree to this? Mm, I would have to say it was it was both because if it was never if I never decided to tell him we should do this, he would have never done it. It would have never even been a thought he might've just thought of looking for a different job or went with a different company rather than let's quit and do this. <laughs> <laughs> totally. Yeah. Sometimes you need that little push in the right direction. And then now that it's all said and done, was he happy with the decision? Oh yeah. He was <laughs> so, so happy. I So when we did come back, he did wind up moving to a different company and he still does work in his field. However, he gets to work complete remote now from home. So we're able to continue to kind of do, we could still travel not as easily. However, um, if my convincing has worked because it's back onto the convincing again, I think that he is actually starting to lean off to potentially quit his job and then work with me full time. Ooh. So that's in the works. We shall see. That way we could really freely travel as much as we want and not have to worry about him having internet connection. Awesome. That's exciting stuff. And like what I like about what you said, like, so yes, you travel or you blog full time now and create content, but he's gone back to work to a better situation. And that would have never happened had you guys not taken that step to leave the jobs in the first place. Exactly. Yeah. That's awesome. So when you initially set out, did you think that this would be like a thing you do and then you'd end up finding another job when you came back? Or did you set out with the intention of making this blog your full-time gig? 
So originally, because I'm, as much as I could be risky, I'm also very risk adverse where I need to make sure I have a lot of savings um, and feel very financially stable. So knowing that I had this career in marketing, when we came back, I thought to myself, well, if this doesn't work, I can go back to this. And I mean, at the beginning, I really wanted the blog and the content creation to work, but I had that imposter syndrome and I felt, so it was more so if it works, great, but if not, I have this as a backup. So when I came home, um, when we came home from traveling throughout Southeast Asia, we had to come home for two weddings. I was actually looking to go back to work since he had gone back to work and I figured, well, I'll work until I get my website off the ground and it's making the same amount of income. So then I could then quit the job. But it turned out that I wound up getting into a car accident and I herniated three discs in my neck, which prevented me to go to work. So since I couldn't go to an actual job, I then started to work more on the website because I was home. And um, so I was able to learn a lot more, but if there was one thing, if I could go back in time it, about my business, it would have been to invest in myself because I spent so much time trying to learn how to do everything on my own rather than investing in a course or anything of that nature. So I had tried to do, I tried to do a business off of really no knowledge. So when I finally invested, and I learned how to do everything. I had to redo everything from scratch. I had to fix everything. Um, so because I wasn't making a true income to live off of, I was, was like, well, now that my neck is better, let me try being a travel agent because I love travel. And this is kind of what I do on my blog. So now I could kind of marry the two since I would be able to do the press trip or not press trips, but the fans, they call them where they send you to go to places. So I was like, maybe this would be great. I did it for one month and I was like, absolutely not. And I, qu I quit and I was like, you know what? I will make this travel blog work. And from then on, when I quit that job, I was like, that's it. Travel blog is happening. I'm going to put my heart soul into it, invest in it. And that's basically, but as you said, I did kind of try to go back to work didn't go back and it just turned out that it worked to be better that I was like nope can't do it yeah crazy so like I hate to say that like something like a car accident is in turn a good thing but it's kind of what allowed you to dedicate all of your focus and all of your time into your website and your business so do you think like if that didn't happen, if you actually did get another job, would you be in the position you are today with your blog and your content? You know, I think that if I still did go back to work, I would have hated it and went back to, um, to the website. But I like to say that the accident was definitely like a happy, I mean, it still sucks that I got in the accident, but it definitely gave me a lot of time to look more into what I was doing. And had I had a job and tried to do them both at the same time, I think that's where I kept running into the issue is that for me personally, and I give so much credit to the people who are really able to do it as a side hustle because it is hard. It's really, I feel as if I have three full-time jobs, to be honest. Um, for the people who are able to do both, like 
I give them so much credit, but I could not do both. It was so hard. Yeah, I can't even imagine. And like, there's something to be said about going all in on one thing and just dedicating 100% of your attention to getting results in one area. Yeah. I mean, again, I would still say like, had I not been financially stable, I would have gone back to work if it got to a certain point. So knowing that we were extreme, we budgeted with everything, even normal things that I would do, say when I worked at Canon, maybe I got my nails done every other week. Maybe I got a pedicure, maybe I got my hair. I did other things that I completely stopped doing just to save money in different areas, whether it was uh, cutting subscriptions and other things to make sure, not only for my business, but also for travel, because at the end of the day, it's like, well, why would I spend money in this when if I don't buy this, I could get a ticket to Paris. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. You have to kind of reprioritize and definitely that lights and stuff like that are more appealing to I, people like us. <laughs> yeah, it, definitely people like us. <laughs> <laughs> awesome. And I also love what you said about investing in yourself because like what it comes down to is you can either spend time or you can spend money and money is what's going to help you cut back on time. And you can always get more money, but you're not going to get that time back. So why not just shorten the timeline and get the knowledge in a very concise way in order to save yourself time and effort in the long run? Exactly. That's the one thing that I have learned over the almost four years that I've been doing this is if you're able to invest in yourself, your time is so valuable. And there's only so many hours in a day. And even to this very day, I still feel like there's a hundred other things that I should be doing. I always feel like I'm behind. When you, when you run your own business, you always feel like you should be doing so much more. So anytime you can invest money to help make any process of that simpler not they always say you have to spend money to make money and I could say that that is pretty true definitely awesome so back to your career break do you have any destinations like a country or a city or someplace that you're just like wow that was amazing and I wasn't expecting that yeah um actually when we were coming from Thailand we stopped in Malaysia before going to Bali. It was supposed to just be a quick stop um, because it was cheaper for us to stop in Malaysia and then hop over to Bali. And I found Malaysia was really, really nice. It was very affordable and the food was good. I really liked, I even had to, it was good in bed. I had to, from Thailand, I was sick. Uh, I ate something, I got sick. And I was still sick once we made it to Malaysia. So I went to the emergency room. Think I would also recommend anyone to get travel insurance because travel insurance is super important. But regardless, so I went to the emergency room. First, the hospital was so clean. Everything was so nice. I was in in 30 minutes. I always say this because obviously in the US, it's so different. When I got to the emergency room, they tucked me into the bed. They lifted up the sheet put me underneath and actually tucked me into the bed with a real blanket and everything. They came, they gave me the test results and everything. Um, the, probably the best hospital experience ever. And all of that cost me like 60 bucks, 60 US dollars. And they even gave medicine to my husband because his stomach was kind of bothering him. 
So it was so, I mean, the for the care that I got. And then when I got home and I had gotten to that car accident, I was in the hospital for three plus hours. They didn't even have a bed for me. They pushed me up against the reception. They pushed me up against, you know, where they opened the, um, the, the emergency doors. Like I was pressing the button for them. And then they went to go take the cone thing off my neck. I was like, well, is the doctor going to tell me if I'm all right? They're like, oh, if you want to speak to a doctor, you're going to have to wait for them to be available. It was such a night and day. I was like, how can I be in Malaysia, be treated so well, and then have insurance in the U.S. and be treated so poorly? Yeah. So night and day. That's, yeah. It's crazy. And it's just like another example of the problems with healthcare in the United States, unfortunately. Oh, yeah. Oh yeah, but love Malaysia. And I, some people say they love Bali. Other people say they hate Bali. I also absolutely love Bali. I would have never left Bali if we didn't have to go to those weddings. I loved Abud. And even we went to Seminyak and there was this uh, like two bedroom villa by the beach for maybe three or 400 US dollars a month. I was like, we could totally live here and just never, ever leave. Absolutely. I, I love the vibe there in Bali. Awesome. And so what is it like traveling internationally, moving around from place to place while creating content and blogging? How do you balance your time? Very difficult. Um, actually, just last week, we did Savannah, Charleston, and now we're in New York. So it's very, at least for me, some people are great at doing this. Um, I have to find days where I just commit a day to doing um, whether like, I have to choose days of what I'm going to do. So for example, today for me is I have to review all the photos. So today I'll review all the photos that I took and then I'll have to set days for the different articles that I want to write and then also keep up with social media. Um, for me personally, I like I like to stay somewhere for a longer period of time, which isn't always easy with my husband right now because of his job. But what my goal would be as we travel more frequently is to stay at a destination for a longer amount of time, more slow travel. That way I can work and still enjoy the destination because the faster we move, the faster I have to create content and then the faster I fall behind. So I prefer the slow travel, which is what works best for me. Makes total sense. And so I guess we've touched on it a little bit, but I think when people think about traveling full-time, like becoming a travel blogger is the first thing that comes to mind as a way to make a living. So, and quite frankly, it's not easy. It's probably not easy to get started and not easy once you actually like even gotten into it. So can you just shed a little bit of light on the difficulties of getting started of this kind of travel blogger and content creator lifestyle? Yeah, I mean, one thing that I would say is that if you're only in it for the money, I think that you will struggle at the beginning because it is a long, this is not a sprint, this is a marathon. So you will be doing this for quite some it, and then it's the investing in yourself and investing in the courses to really understand what you're doing and get yourself to the position that you need to be. Um, and I think what a lot of people don't realize, unless you have money to invest at the beginning to help you learn some of these extra things, 
um, unless you have people, a team of people to help teach you things, one thing that you don't realize is you're a website developer, you're an email marketer, you're a social media manager, you're a journalist, you're the editor of the content, you're a digital, uh, digital art designer, you have all of these different roles that you have to learn. And unless you have experience or background, and even as um, I was in advertising, communication, marketing, I even did social media for Canon, I still had to learn how to build a WordPress website. Um, and I be, besides the social media, which was completely different from what I do right now anyway, I mean, I basically had to learn a lot of this stuff from scratch. And I mean, I think that sometimes people say, oh, well, I want a travel blog. But there are actually so many other ways to travel and make money. You don't have to just be a travel blogger. For example, some people say, I want a travel blog, but I hate writing. Well, so maybe you shouldn't be a travel blogger. Maybe you should be a travel blogger. Maybe you love making video. Um, then there's even all the different remote jobs that you can, so that you could still travel. Um, there's where there's different jobs where you can volunteer your time and get the free stay. There's the house sitting. There's so many other things that you can do, but if you love to write and you want to help people travel, then travel blogging may very well be for you. <laughs> awesome. Yeah. There's so many possibilities out there. And I think just like on initial thought, like it seems like a logical thing, like, oh, I want to travel. Oh, I should write about it. But there's a whole world out there of other things that you can do as well, especially if writing isn't your thing. And so Sam, of all the little jobs that make up a content creator and travel blogger, which are your favorite things to work on? My favorite things to work on would be actually all blog related, not social media related. Um, so I love writing the itineraries. I absolutely love keyword research. So SEO, love doing it, uh, one of my favorite things. And then I still love photography. So photography would be the other one. Um, actual social media, I, that's, it's funny because that's how I started was really just doing the social media. And I, while I like, well, it's okay to do, <laughs> I find the most value when I see people reading my blog commenting on it and saying how it helped them so it makes me feel good to know that I've helped someone else travel a little better and that's where I feel the most gratitude in what I do I love that that's awesome and so for someone who is like I love writing I love traveling I want to start a travel blog can you give an actionable tip or two for someone just starting out Yes, I can. Um, well, there, so there are Facebook groups that are totally free to join. Um, I actually have a resource page on my website for the, where I have them linked. Um, but that would be the first one is to join some of these Facebook groups because there is still a lot of free information out there that other bloggers are very willing to help you with. My second thing for starting out would be to learn SEO. I think SEO is probably one of the most important things and it's really not as scary as it sounds. I, it was when I first started writing, I was like, eh, I don't know about this SEO. I don't know. I'm just going to say this is my keyword, but I really didn't understand it all, but it is actually not that difficult. Um, so SEO will be your best friend. If you do anything at the beginning, 
it's to learn SEO because even with your website design, that's going to change over time, might change 10 times. Um, but the SEO and sizing your images properly, those are the two things that if you mess up on that, you're gonna have to go back and fix it all, which I very well did. <laughs> and I am still going back to old articles and fixing it. And then the last thing I would say is don't write for you, you're writing for someone else. So when I first started, it was more so of a diary saying, like, oh, my experience, but not everybody necessarily cares for their experience because when you type into Google and you're searching for, let's say a Paris itinerary, you wanna know what to do, or maybe you're looking where to eat or where to stay and not necessarily how you walked here and then you felt so, people don't necessarily, people are very selfish and they're looking to plan their trip and they don't necessarily care about your thoughts per se. <laughs> a hard truth. <laughs> yeah. it is a, I think anytime you Google search, it's always to solve a problem. Mm -hmm. It's always a, to, fi it's to find a solution. So you want to answer those people's problems. So I, that's, that's the goal. Of course, you want to still write the things that you want to write. So sometimes you may not write for SEO, um, but you still want to help solve those people's problems even when I'm searching for a trip and I'm looking and I can't find the answer that's something that I'll write down and say okay well if I can't find an answer the only thing that's popping up is reddit then maybe if I'm searching for it and there's a whole reddit thread about it clearly this is a topic that there's just not enough information on and maybe I can address it that's awesome I that's really solid advice thank you for sharing all of that and if you were to give advice for someone who feels kind of stuck in the corporate world, they dream of travel, they would love to quit their jobs, but don't feel like it's possible for them. What would you tell them? I mean, I would say 100%. If that's what I just believe that life is so short, you never know what's going to happen tomorrow. And I look at my aunt who tells, she'll say to me, you know, I've dreamed of going to Ireland. I've dreamed of going here in this place and that place. And now she has a lot of medical health issues where she probably will never be able to. And she's in her, she's 60. And she's like, I always said I was going to do these things. And then I never did. And now I can't. And that's a very, you know, extreme on the extreme side, but if there's something that you want to do and you have a backup plan and you have your, you know, at least for me, there are some people who have nothing, uh, who have no savings and they're just like, I'm doing it. And I totally envy them too. I'm just not that, I'm not that risky, but if you're calculated and you make a plan, then I'd say just go for it because what's the worst thing that's going to happen is that maybe it didn't work out and then you go back to your plan B, whether that's the very unfortunate of having to move back in with your parents or whatever it may be. I think it's worse to not know what it could have been and then to always look back and say, you know, I wish I did it. I wish I did it to just do it and you know, worry about the consequences later. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Like they say, like you regret the things you didn't do versus the things you did. And Again, money always comes back. We're in a very fortunate position to always be able to make more money. If you have a job now, if you have resources and skills, you're going to be able to apply those in the future and get money back. So it's definitely worth I, trying. 
Totally agree. And even with the resume, that's a huge thing. I was worried about the resume, the gap in the resume. And when I, when I did go back to work that short period of time, nobody ever was saying to me, why is there a gap in your resume? If anything, I explained what I did, where it's, I quit to travel and I went to these places. And the whole interview wound up being about wanting to hear about the places that I went to, that they were so interested in as such an experience that the gaff really didn't mean anything to them is what I learned. Absolutely. I had the same experience and it's like, it's an interview hack, really. If you don't want to talk about your strengths and your weaknesses and your job experience, go travel. And that's what you'll talk about in the interview because that's way more exciting. <laughs> Absolutely. Fantastic. So Last question. I'm so thankful that you're here and I want to be mindful of your time, but if you had the chance to do it all over again, would you? Absolutely. A hundred times. Yes. <laughs> thousand times. Yes. I would. So grateful that I was feeling kind of stuck at my job and that I had gone on this amazing honeymoon in Hawaii. And I was like, you know what? This sounds like a good idea. We should go for it. A hundred. I wish that I did it sooner. I mean, you could always look back, right? We always look back at things we didn't do. It's like, well, if I grew up in Europe or if I grew up in Australia, if only I knew, if only I knew that maybe I could take a Europe before I even went to college. So for me, it was, I wish I did it sooner yeah. than waiting until I was 26, 27 to do it. So Absolutely. I, I think you're never too old to do it either. That's a thing people get. I think you're never too old or you're never too young. Exactly. Like right now is the youngest you will ever be. So just do it because <laughs> you really aren't getting any younger. So I love that. <laughs> and that seems to be the general consensus. Everyone would do it again. No one regrets it. It's super worth it. And Sam, if people want to learn more about you and your blog and your content, where can we find you online? And we'll link it all in the show notes as well. Awesome. So you can find me at findloveandtravel.com. Um, lots of travel guides on there. Also blogging resources. So if someone were interested in blogging, there are also resources on there. And then across social media, you can find me as find love travel across all of them. So that's where you can find me. And if you have any questions about travel blogging, I'm an open book. So feel free to reach out. Happy to answer your questions. Thank you so much. And as you guys can hear, Sam is very nice and helpful. And so she, she is more than happy to help you out. So definitely find her on the internet and check out her content. It's all really good and helpful. So Sam, thank you again for being here. I really enjoyed this conversation. I think blogging is such an interesting topic, especially travel blogging. And I love career breaks <laughs> as everyone here now knows. So thank you for being here and everyone who's tuned in. Thank you so much. And I look forward to catching you on the next episode. A career break is more than escaping reality for a short time. It's an intentional break that will help you recover from the corporate burnout, fuel your inspiration through exploration and ignite your fire for life. The next round of my signature program, Career Break Bootcamp, will be back this December. If you dream about leaving your job in exchange for some full-time travel, but don't know how to get started, this program is for you. You can find the link to hop on the waitlist inside the show notes so that you don't miss out. This is your life. What are you waiting for?
Thank you for tuning in to the Travel Possibilities Podcast. If you liked what you heard, I would be so thankful for your positive review on Apple Podcasts so I can keep the episodes coming. If you aren't already following me on social media, come soak up the extra tips and travel inspiration on Instagram by following me at The Travel Shifters or by visiting my website at travelshifters.com. Thank you so much for being here and I can't wait to connect with you in the next episode. Be sure to subscribe so you don't miss it.